Are you looking for food truck books to read, but you're starting to feel overwhelmed with all the content? Or maybe you're trying to find answers to your questions, but you realize you haven't asked the right questions to get those answers. Well, you're in luck. I wrote the book, Before You Launch a Food Truck, Eight Questions Every Aspiring Food Trucker Should Ask. For the past five years, I have been studying the food truck industry and been a diehard food truck customer. And in the process of that, I've learned a lot about what makes a good food truck stand out among the rest. I took eight of those key concepts and created a book where I could have curbside conversations with each of you about them. What makes this book different is not only that it's digestible and designed to not overwhelm you, but it also propels you into action. You can purchase Before You Launch a Food Truck today at thefoodtruckscholar.com shop in paperback and ebook format, as well as on Amazon. For every copy purchased, I'm donating a copy to organizations committed to helping formerly incarcerated individuals re-enter society, particularly those that are interested in starting their own food business. So, Buy a copy today to help yourself and someone else get rolling and keep trucking. Hey you. Yes you. Are you somebody who likes your food with a side of science and language? If so, I've got the nerdy show for you. Science Diction is a new podcast from Science Friday and WNYC Studios. In each episode, host Johanna Mayer picks one word or phrase and tells the story and science behind it. And right now, they're talking all about food. Take, for example, ice cream. How in the world did the name Rocky Road get everywhere? Well, there's a reason why certain words just sound delicious. And if you got that nerdy itch, chances are that science diction can help you scratch it. You can find science diction wherever you get your podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Food Truck Scholar Podcast. I'm your host, Ariel D. Smith, and I appreciate you for choosing to kick it with me for yet another episode. Make sure you share your thoughts on today's episode on social media using the hashtag TFTS Podcast. Well, it's back to school season, and I'm sure there's many different feelings about the summer coming to an end. While many of us celebrated when school let out for the summer and headed to the closest beach, or in my case, the closest food truck, for many children in the United States, no school may mean no access to a meal. According to the USDA, 22 million children in the United States receive free or reduced lunch. However, during the summer, less than 4 million of those children are able to receive access to summer meals funded by the USDA, making summertime the hungriest time for millions of children across the country. This week, I'm taking you to a school system that is doing their part to serve the children in their area. Danville Public School System in Danville, Virginia is doing great work to stand in the gap during the summer months and feed not only their students, but also students and families in the community. This year, the school system added a food truck as their fourth site to feed children for free this summer. Philip Gardner, the Director of Child Nutrition Services for Danville Public Schools, gives me the details and plans for this upcoming school year. So sit back and relax. The show starts now.
So today I am so excited to have Philip Gardner on the show. Uh, for many of you all who've been seeing Facebook and national news, this is a story that is near and dear to my heart. Anything that deals with children, education, and food trucks, you can't beat that. So, Philip, welcome to the show. It's so great to have you. Uh, would you, for our listeners, uh, say your name, your position, and your affiliation? Yes, I'm Philip Gardner. I'm the Director of Child Nutrition for Danville Public Schools in Danville, Virginia. Awesome. And how long have you been there? I'm actually completing my first year. Okay, well, welcome. <laughs> Thank you. You shake it up a lot in year one. <laughs> yep, and hit the ground running. Absolutely. We're going to talk about that in a moment. So I looked up, and when I was researching you, I saw that you were the Director of Child Nutrition. What attracted you to that field? Well, I've been in food and beverage essentially my whole life. Um, I'm a trained chef, uh, and it, food and beverage is, is my background. I'm actually a product of Danville Public Schools, so feeding children is near and dear to my heart, being a product of Danville Public Schools. So you're a product of Danville Public Schools, so this is really coming full circle for you. Absolutely. And you said you've been in the food and beverage in industry for a while now? Essentially my whole life. It's it's ran through my family all the way through me. Wow. I got my culinary arts degree uh, approximately eight years ago. Uh, wow. So I was in the private sector uh, for many years, and so I decided to go into the public sector, and, and it's gratifying every day to see what smiles are on these kids' faces after we feed them. It's, it's really cool. That's amazing. I love hearing how people's, like, past informs where they are currently because mm -hmm. I believe that no experience is wasted. It all works together in some way. That's right. And so you've been a part of – the food and beverage industry, you've been up close, so you understand how important it is to have access to good food. That's right. And and being in a school, you know, you're you're exposed to child hunger. I um I interned for a charter school when I was in Nashville and I've done a lot of work around uh college access. So I've been around students. I obviously I've been a student myself, so I understand uh some of the situations that happen in school systems and child hunger being one of them is right. a huge topic in the U.S. How are you seeing that in your school system? Well, you know, we're seeing the same things in our school system. You know, the rea reality is uh, students may not be getting the nutrition they need on a daily basis. So it's our responsibility to help out and feed as many kids as we can because that's the goal at the end of the day. And so let's talk about that. So. I read in the article that came out about y'all that Danville has three school locations where school where students can receive meals during the summer. When did that come about? Uh, we started this initiative uh, with the USDA and Virginia Department of Education in 2014. So this is our sixth year. Uh, the three locations are one of our high schools, and then the other two are two of our elementary schools. And how's the reception been for those so far? Oh, awesome. I mean, you know, it, last year alone, we did 32,000 meals out of those three sites. Now, that's that's our kids coming to the site, and then that's us vending to Bible schools, uh, boys and girls clubs, et cetera, et cetera. So it's not just the students that, that's going to the school system. It is children all throughout the area that can actually benefit from this, right? You sure? You're right. Mm -hmm. Wow. Kudos to y'all. And so in addition to these three school systems, you added the food truck as the fourth. Why right. the food truck? 
Well, you get it. I mean, you know, food trucks are popular right now. They're on the rise. You you see them in the big metropolitan areas, and it's very popular. So we wanted to take that popularity of the food truck and bring it to our child nutrition department. The good thing about this food truck, we not only vend out of the truck, we actually are cooking in the truck. Mm, okay. So I'm really fascinated when school systems get a food truck. This is actually the second time I've encountered a school system that has a truck. There's a I can't remember the, the exact school system, but I know it's in uh, Ohio, mm-hmm. and they have the truck. It's a it's called Executive Grill. It's an old yellow school bus. They remodeled it out, and they have the middle and high school students actually, you know, working on the truck. So, right. so did you all take like an actual like Freightliner truck, or is it like a school bus? Well, uh, there's a company in Manassas, Virginia, who actually fabricates box trucks. So this is an old uh, United States Postal Service box truck, and the company fabricated it and turned it into a kitchen on wheels. You know, it's got it's got a flat top grill in it. It's got a charbroil grill in it. It's got two day steam tables. It's got a salad preparation station, fridge, freezer, the whole get up. I mean, it's essentially a kitchen on wheels. It's really cool. I would love to see it. So I'm, I've got to try my best to make my way to Virginia and check it out. Okay. Stuff, stuff like this I love. <laughs> it's awesome. It brings me joy. And so what's the name of the truck? We just, we're calling it the DPS food truck. Um, I know it's kind of generic, but, you know, we, we just wanted to, to feed our kids from it and just call it the DPS food truck. Hey, gets the job done. That's right. So you're the director. Who is the team that is helping you take on this initiative? We actually have uh, child nutrition staff that are employed through child nutrition during the school year that stepped up and wanted to help out in the summer with this food truck. So it takes three staff members, uh, which one would be the driver and helps distribute the food. And then you have two other staff members that are cooking and helping distribute the food as well. Amazing. That service to step up and go above and beyond, that's that's beautiful to see. That's right. And we we need more stories of that. So... Can you take me through what a day is like getting the truck ready, loading it up, and going out and serving people? Yeah, so the truck is actually hugged at our high school that is open for summer feeding. And so first thing in the morning, the, uh, the staff gets there. They do their prep for the menu for the day. They load up all the prepper prepped items into the food truck itself. They go to our Blue Park location and set up ready to start serving at 1030 from to 1130. Then at about 1120, 1125 at that Blue Park location, they uh, they start packing up and they're on the road from 1130 to about 1145 to our Woodrow Wilson Intermediate location and they're ready to start serving from 12 until 1 on the dot uh, Monday through Thursday. So far, how many people have been served? Have y'all kept record of that so far? We do. We do an average um, from 150 to 170 meals a day. Yesterday, uh, June the 18th, we had uh, rotisserie-style wings and house-cut fries, and we did 242 lunches total. Rotisserie-style wings? Oh, my gosh. Oh, they're they're awesome. <sighs> You're making me hungry. I knew I should have <laughs> did this interview. I knew I should have I sh- I had breakfast before this interview. <laughs> I, will, I will learn my lesson next time around. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Y'all are tempting me. Yeah, y'all are chefs for real. There's no doubt about that. Oh, it's good stuff. Oh, gosh. Okay. So when did the food truck make its debut and hit the road? Well, we actually rolled it out uh, the first day of summer feeding, which was June the 3rd. 
and then it runs Monday through Thursday throughout the summertime. And uh, for summer feeding, it concludes on August the 2nd. And then we roll it into our national school lunch program as well, and I guess we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. So this food truck isn't even a month old yet. No, ma'am. And already there has been national buzz about this truck. Yes, ma'am. How does that feel? It's really cool for the community, um, and it's just gratifying to see that our students and the families are, are loving it. Yeah, because what I'm loving about this is, you know, we have a lot of, you know, news, a lot of, you know, research about things that aren't happening right in our schools. Mm-hmm. And so when something like this is happening, it's just beautiful to see that, hey, we have a school system that is invested in our children, in our community, not just when school starts in August, but year-round. It's the right thing to do, you know. you you got to look at number one, and that's the students. Putting the focus back in the students and making sure that their well-being, their whole well-being is taken care of because how can they really focus and be ready if they're hungry? They're, like that's I'm right. the type of person – if I'm hungry, nothing else really matters at that point. <laughs> and studies show that, right? I mean, studies show yeah. that if they're not getting a nutritious meal, they're not going to be as productive throughout the day unless they do. And so if we're keeping the main thing, the betterment and the education and well-being of students, food is most definitely a part of that. Oh, sure. And, you know, a lot of times we know that, but it's not always – guaranteed that we enact upon that and so for you all to do that work is something that i want to personally say thank you for doing well thank you thank you for recognizing it because i mean again it's it's about the kids at the end of the day so you already got me a little hungry so i might as well just go full out so you got (laughs) (laughs) you got the rotisserie wings we got the fries what else is being served on the truck and we're doing uh, we're doing hand patty burgers on the truck. Uh, for instance, today, June the nineteenth, is uh, chicken fajita wraps. Uh, we got Salisbury steak on the menu. We've got country fried pork steak on the menu. We've got all kinds of cool stuff. Look, when I was in school, we had that little square pizza <laughs> with the the milk carton, the two sad chicken nuggets, and maybe a little bit of mashed potatoes. Wow. You know, and, and we're following the uh, required meal requirements based on um, USDA. So, I mean, we're following what we have to do, but we're just spicing it up to make it much more appealing to our to our students and non-students. I wish my I wish my cafeteria spiced it up. <laughs> a little, little dash of pepper or something at minimal. Oh, my God. <laughs> Y'all doing it for them. Oh, my God, so listen, is the truck open to non-students? Could I come down and, and get some of this? I want a fajita wrap. Yeah, and, and it is for $3.65, and that is a really good deal for a meal that you're going to get. For instance, today it's a chicken fajita wrap. We're going to do some sun chips with it. We're going to do a fruit cup with it, your choice of milk or water. I mean, that's a really good meal for $3.65. Now, Philip, we all know good and well I can go to Chipotle for nine sixty-five and still have to pay for a drink. <laughs> <laughs> and it not being a food truck, $3.65. And that's not only the food truck, that's at any of our open sites. 
And so is the menu the same at all the open sites, or is it just that's the food truck menu? Well, no, that's the food truck menu. Now, okay. our, our open sites are a little bit different. Okay. Um, because they have they have delivery to other sites, i.e., you know, Bible schools and boys and girls gotcha. clubs, et cetera. Gotcha. But this three dollars and sixty five cents. Yep. It's a good deal. You can't you can't beat that. No. You can't go anywhere and get that. And it's again, and, it's a nutritious meal too. And I like that because you know, a lot of times the issue to healthy food is Access, access physically, access financially. That's right. Right, That's and the whole concept, the whole concept of well, you know, why am I spending eight, nine, ten dollars on this Akai bowl when I can get this what this value meal at, at McDonald's for five dollars? Mm. What you are essentially doing is saying, hey, I can beat that. Yeah. And it's going back to the program that helps feed our kids. I love it. I love it. So you were talking about that there's plans for the food truck in the fall. What does that look like? So what we're going to do is we're going to pick um, schools each week. And during that week, we're going to feed different grade levels out of that food truck and follow the required meal patterns. So it's going to stir some excitement in the schools about, you know, the food truck being there and it's going to be on the schedule. Everybody will know what the schedule is. And so it's it's going to be a lot of excitement uh, through our division during the school year. Wow, man. Is there ever an opportunity where you might think about having the high school students get food handler certification to work the truck? You know, um, being formally trained, that would, you know, that would be a, definitely a possibility we could look at doing. That would be amazing. I would love to see that. And so for people like me who really want to fly down to Virginia right now and get that fajita wrap but can't, how can the listeners support the efforts? How can we give? Just contact uh, contact me directly, and my email address is pgardner, P-G-A-R-D-N-E-R, at mail.dps.k12.va.us. Or give me a call directly in my office, uh, 434-799-6405, and we'll discuss the protocols there. Awesome. And how can we follow the truck on social media? You can follow us on our Facebook page. Just uh, search at Danville uh, Public Schools, Danville, Virginia. And then you can see all of our posts, Danville Public Schools, not only food truck. And then you can actually go to our website as well. So we have some information on that, too. And we're on Twitter as well. Yeah, that's how I follow you on Twitter right now, and I'll make sure that I check out the Facebook page. I love this story. Philip, thank you so much for taking the time out to talk to us. Well, thank you for having me. I mean, it, this is just informative about what we're doing here in Danville, Virginia. And you're doing a lot of great things. So congratulations to you on year one. Uh, if, this is, if this is how year one takes off for you, I am looking forward to what the rest of the years are going to look like. And this is a huge start. So I am just excited to watch from afar and see how things play out. And hopefully soon I'll be down in Danville and I'll get a chance to meet some of the students and, of course, get on that truck and see what that truck is looking like. Come visit us. Well, look. I'm out of time, but I'm definitely not out of material. Once again, thank you for kicking it with me for another episode of the Food Truck Scholar Podcast. 
If you are a food truck owner that would like to be a guest or a listener that has suggestions for a food truck I should try, email me at Ariel, that's A-R-I-E-L, at thefoodtruckscholar.com. And make sure you follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as The Food Truck Scholar to stay up to date on the latest in the food truck world. I'm your host, Ariel D. Smith, signing off and reminding you to eat local, buy local, and support your local food truck owners. I'll see you next week.